Welcome. You're listening to the Grow Ortho Podcast, presented by HIP. This podcast is dedicated to orthodontists who want to stand strong in their market and be leaders in their community. Now, on to today's show. Earlier this month, we had a private Fishbine Fundamentals, and part of that event was Dr. Carter Thomas speaking about his experience with joining an established practice in Mobile, Alabama, but also working with HIP in 2019 and having a falling out with us, specifically uh, me. He actually came back and partnered with HIP along with his partner, Dr. Harvey. That was March of this year and has become one of our biggest success stories. So this podcast is going to be his talk at Fishbine Fundamentals telling his story, and we hope that you enjoy it. Thanks so much for watching and listening to the Grow Ortho podcast. All right, so my name is Carter Thomas. Uh, thanks, guys. Y'all mentioned me a lot here. I'm like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> but anyway, I'm, uh, I'm an orthodontist. We're over in Mobile, Alabama, which is about 60 miles to the west of here. Uh, you're at Mobile. I'm actually a pediatric dentist, too, but as most of you can imagine, I practice orthodontics. <laughs> so, um, so uh, I grew up in Mobile. I practice Harvey Thomas Orthodontics. Um, we uh, uh, well, I'll get in that minute, tell you more about our practice, but uh, started in 2015 with that Harvey. But uh, today, mindset, you've heard it all weekend, it's the same stuff, but mindset, how can it set you free or set you back, right? I think it was setting us back for a number of years, but nine months ago, we learned how to change that. Uh, a little bit about me, grew up in Mobile. Uh, I think Luke and Harrison and Dr. Ben probably called me one of the good old boys. Grew <laughs> up, uh, my parents are not from Mobile, so I wasn't as good old boy as a lot of people I grew up with, but... Uh, went to the Episcopal school over there, Kinderarch, 12th grade. Uh, you know, went to Auburn, grew up like a rabid Auburn fan. I mean, we've got some Georgia fans in here. Uh, yeah, so I went to Auburn, behaved well enough to go to dental school, got from UAB in Birmingham. And uh, my dad's a pediatric dentist in Mobile, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, so, like, the kind of plan was to go do pedo, go with dad, and kind of do the thing. Uh, I met Dr. Harvey, my current partner, he's not here today, but uh, he was here last time in February. Uh, when I was at UAB in Birmingham, he was teaching as an adjunct professor in the orthodontic department, like two days a month there. Uh, so, I, I, you know, I recognized him as kind of like a mobile guy. And so we kind of hit it off, started eating lunch together. Like every time he'd come up, we'd go to the university hospital to eat lunch. I started talking to him and my dad about at that time about his <laughs> So most of them were like, yeah, heck yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, I thought that Harvey was pretty cool in that, as like a lot, some of the other local organized works, and he was like, hey, let's do it. And I knew he was on the admissions committee and all that. So anyway, ended up applying to Ortho with the test. That's where I met Neil Flipier right here. Neil's one of my best friends from residency, my best friend from residency. <laughs> and uh, so glad y'all are here. And this is y'all. Uh, and they're a lot bigger than we were when we started all this. I think y'all got, it's going to be amazingly, yeah. Uh, but Tufts, that was one of the coolest experiences, like, I got married halfway through it, and we would do like little weekend trips through New England and Rhode Island and Maine. Sounds really cool, but we love, I love Thuffs. Uh, so this is my wife, Amelia. She's awesome. She wasn't be here today, but we got a two-year-old who's like RSD-ish. Like uh, so anyway, this is Paradise Valley, Montana. Uh, we went to a wedding out there last year. This is where Yellowstone is like filmed and set. NASA. I think it's actually filmed there. It's definitely set there. But this is like where Yellowstone is. Uh, really cool. Uh, this is the crew. Uh, we got three little ones. Lydia Grace just turned seven. 
this is last night's season, so you're all, you're, you're in this picture, but uh, <laughs> Grayson, number seven, Carter's four, Richard's two. Uh, this is the girls, they're little caretakers. We got blessed in birth order. Like, our little girl is, like, the most obedient, like, little caretaker. And so, like, she models for the two boys. They're a little wilder, but, like, they're, they're good because she's good, I think. They love him. Yeah. I send pictures occasionally to Harrison and Luke. This is our nightly routine, this little guy in the uh, We try to, like, yeah, this is part of this mindset change stuff. Like, like a lot of it's, like, diet and, like, Physical, yeah, mental, I'll get into this in a minute. Like, Dr. Ben is like, Jack, he can't see 200 patients a day. He's like a fat, lazy spot. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's all, like, he can't. He can't tell what he said so. Yeah, I mean, like, it's because you can't. Tell he tries to see it. Yeah, it's energy, energy, energy. So, like, that's a part of his mindset. I feel like where that's coming for me. And, like, what it's done in my personal life and business. But it's our routine. We try to cook with the kids that eat with them every day and try to do something relatively healthy. This is our team today. Our good time is Renonics. Um, so we went, uh, we have 40 employees now. Uh, this is Dr. Harvey, uh, Dr. Kimmy, she's over here. She's awesome. Uh, so the history, it was actually older than this. Dr. Harvey was with uh, an older retail, so it's too long before he tell it doesn't matter. So uh, 97 to 15, he was by himself. Uh, it was Keith Harvey Influence, that was the logo. Uh, that was the original practice. We that that that's still our main location. Uh, it's actually not our highest producing location, but we call it Central Command. That's where Karen's office is. Uh, so like that was it. Like that was a sign. You know, this is like in a kind of a, not a great area of town. It's across the street from UMS, right? That where my kids go. It's like an old private school. Um, so like outside of that school, it's probably not a great location. But there's a lot of great infield. There's a new public down the street, and like a bunch of young people moving in. So we're excited about that. Uh, that's we. 2015, I'd say we were born. We kind of took the logo, just put my name on it, and that's uh, <laughs> what we were. Uh, so there were 11 of us, or me and Harvey of the 11 team members back in 2015. Uh, that's what Central Command Main Location looks like today. We freshened up, painted it, and got a new sign. Uh, this was our second location. Uh, this is my dad's pediatric dental office, like eight miles to the west, like towards Mississippi. Uh, kind of the center of economic activity for the city of Mobile. Uh, this building was built by my dad in the North Carolina back in 1979 in like a dental complex. There's like four other buildings. It was like, like dental dentists and stuff. Uh, the left side of this building is like a 6,000 square foot pediat two doctor pediatric dental office. Uh, the right side of the building is us. It's a 3,000 square foot orthodontic suite. Uh, the guy, like, the orthodontist like passed away and moved out. My dad bought that side of the building from their family after he passed. And it like sat vacant for probably 10, 15 years. I guess my dad thought I was going to be a dentist and <laughs> saving it for something. Uh, so uh, when I was in residency with Neil at Tufts, Dr. Harvey and I decided we were going to do this thing together. Um, and so Dr. Harvey like remodeled and I mean it was pretty dated like from the 70s, late 70s. So like he freshened it up. And so like when I moved back, it was ready to go. Uh, so we opened that practice in uh, October 2015 um, after I go into like June of 15. Uh, it's now our biggest location. It's doing about four million now. Matt, uh, self after you guys. Uh, this location, we were trying to grow, so like we were we were getting there, but we were still bored. We had two of us had those two locations at that point. At that time, it was doing, but they were both doing about one point five million. So it was like three in revenue and total. But like two of us, like three dots, we still needed to grow. There wasn't enough room for me when I came in. This location was doing like one point four million. One doctor. 
you know, to employees. Uh, so we, there wasn't enough room for two. So we had to go from the beginning. We didn't have a choice because there wasn't enough room for me. So we did that. And then like three or four years later, Dr. Harvey was working with this general dentist in his office. And I was never a part of it. I did go out there one time, like on a Friday, just to hang out because we got to hang out on Fridays because we didn't work in the same building usually ever. So I'd go out there and hang out with him at this general dental office while he was seeing patients. It was kind of a toxic relationship. So like that <laughs> fell apart. The general dentist is actually like his back door neighbor. Anyway, so I was like, he, this is a great road area, like massive high school out here, like second large high school in Alabama, a bunch of feeder middle schools, New Public down the street. Uh, this is towards Mississippi, like further west, like eight miles even further west than that last one. So we built this. Construction was a lot cheaper back then. This was just pre-COVID. Um, this is 6,100 square feet. The upstairs, uh, back then building it, we just kind of built it because we wanted a tall sign. Uh, <laughs> really, I was like, yeah, I saw the original drawing. Was that other kind of spot? Let's make it taller. Uh, and so we did that for signage, but like they had like a ton of square footage upstairs. And at the time, we had no idea we were going to need it, but that's actually where we put our call center now. Uh, so it's really great. And there's more space up there to like revamp the call center in the future. But like our little infant call center right now is there because there was someone put it. The downstairs where we operate out of is 4,000 square feet. Too big. Every time you do this or one of these projects, you learn something. Like after we came here in February, like luckily our next project was early enough on in the process where we could change the clinical like chair layout. Oh, that's so cool. Like, yeah, so like, well, I got back in February and called the architect immediately. I was like, we got to add more chairs. And, uh, and so this office is huge, but very underperforming architecturally. Like, it has six civil chairs in it. We share it with Pito to occupy the real estate. Um, you know, I think we're there like two or three days a week. Pito's there two days a week. Eventually, one of us will outgrow it uh, and we'll spring out. We have, there's another lot behind it. Anyway, so the no next building is uh, that's the front reception area of that office. It's cool. Uh, so we were growing and like a little bit, but not well. Um, and so we were like, all right, there's another community to our north up I-65. Uh, so this is like a value engineered version of that building. You can kind of see some similarities, but it's shorter. Smaller. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's got eight middle stairs in it rather than six. So that's good. But we share it with pedo, so it's not the perfect ortho layout. You got these two pedo quiet rooms. Uh, but there's a, and that's some of our adult patients like being in a quiet room for like bindings and debindings, so it's not bad. So we got six in the open bay, two here. This is opening next month, uh, so we're excited about that. Uh, but all this was in the works like before, like I call it like the hip fish bind era that like we're in now. Uh, but like, so all those were in the works before that, uh, just albeit probably underperforming locations, but we were doing it because I thought that like real estate, healthcare, occupied real estate was cool. And I was like, well, if we can do a million five here and have a couple more, I'm going to get some more doctors and we'll just grow kind of slow and be okay. Uh, this is the interstate. You know, you got like Sarah Lane High School. Uh, they just won the state championship 6A football in Alabama. Second in reading scores next to Mountain Brook, which is like the football community of Birmingham. Uh, so it's a good school. Uh, you got like Publix and Mobile Furries up there at the top. Um, so we think that's a good area. So I'm not about face on Publix. It is. Yeah, Publix around here has like great demographic research. No, it totally makes sense. Yeah. I live a mile away from Publix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're going there. We're like, yeah, it's probably good. Uh, so the two of us grew from 1.4 million to um, like 4.7 um, last year, I guess. And so but we were growing, but we didn't really like know how to grow. We were just kind of just doing it, you know, taking cookies and doing it that way. Uh, <laughs> You know, 
But we did it. That's kind of like to the lifestyle practice. Like that was it, though. Like and in my mind, I had said like you know, kind of early on, I was like, well, if you can build like two million per doctor and like you know maybe four total, and you're close to seven figure. Yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, that's an easy math. But um, but like so we kind of did that, and it was very unfulfilling. I was like, is this it? You know, I'm 35. Like, what am I going to do for the rest of my career in life? You know. Um, and it was then that I kind of realized my why. Like, my why was like not about the doctor's salary I was taking home or whatever. It was more about like the journey and the growth and the business and the impact that we made on others along the way. Like, just serving as many people as we can, serving our employees, serving people. And I figured that we better do something different if we're going to serve more people. Uh, so, anyway, we were stuck. Uh, we didn't know how to grow besides building another office in another good community. Uh, that's very expensive. Uh, maybe a good long-term real estate investment, but very expensive and probably not the most efficient way to grow, but that's all we knew. Uh, so that's what we were doing. We had done it before and it like worked, but it was good, but it wasn't great. Uh, that's it. You know, it's opening this month there. So we were going to build more buildings. And if we did that, we were like, well, we got to have another doctor to like serve them. And so... I talked to an oral surgery buddy of mine, and he was like, hey, Dr. Kimmy, I think is not, I think she might leave where she's working. And so I was like, hey, Dr. Harvey, we need to call Dr. Kimmy, she's awesome. She's a good Auburn girl, Jeffrey, her husband, and it was like my next door neighbor in Birmingham back, you know, 15 years ago. They're good people, so we should call her. So she's like a five-star recruit that kind of just like landed on our doorstep, and the Lord like, Lord like bless us with that. How many guys, that's cool. So, something I didn't mention in the beginning, like part of this mindset stuff, like something, a timing, like Kimmy was timing for us, like she was leaving where she was, kind of fell in our lap at the right time. You know, hip, we'll get into, like Luke kind of touched on it yesterday. We have an uh, interesting story. Well, we worked with hip before. Uh, and like life-wise, like my wife and I were working on like this personal journey, mainly me, but she's such an awesome wife that like, and to support me, she'll like do the same thing I'm doing. So we were working on this like personal growth journey of like humility and unoffendability. Like unoffendability, like I guess just naturally, like I am, I think a lot of people are just offendable. Like walk in the room, I mean, at work, like, a consult, a wedding reception, whatever. Like oh, everybody's always like, what, what's she wear? What's, how's she dressed? You know, like you know, everybody's just like worried about that stuff. So we are working on humility and unoffendability and the timing of that when we like met Hip again was perfect because it put us in the minds that allowed us to be the mindset to kind of see what Hip was getting us. So timing is incredible. Uh, timing with Kimmy was incredible. Uh, this is her family. They were Kimmy's pregnant, not Felda. <laughs> <laughs> They're three-year-olds. Poor Jeffrey. They'll have Auburn Julie now, but it's Yeah. All right, so we were stuck. We were building more buildings. You know, we were to get another doctor because we had staff there all on. And we were like, we were still stuck though. So we were like, why don't we just buy some growth? So in addition to like building another building, you know, there was a retiring orthodontist down the street, Dr. Salter, Hillcrest Orthodontics. Uh, so we bought that practice, um, acquired it. Probably the best thing out of that uh, was the team that we acquired. Originally, like we weren't gonna like keep being a team, but in the end, keeping everybody, which is awesome. Uh, that were, that was incredible. Like I would do it. Some people ask, like, would you be bought a product if you do it again? Uh, I would do this again. Uh, we got an amazing team. So we're here today. So then something happened in March of 2023. 
Uh, we came to Fish Find in February. Um, we went from 26 to 40 employees, like literally overnight, wow. all over a weekend. Um, we went from like four and a half million to nine and a half million in revenue overnight. Um, but what happened? Yeah, spoiler, obviously this is dips. Fundamentals credit conference. They were, they were involved. But the flashback to our first relationship in 2019, we were building this third location just to eventually that Harvey, and we were like, man, we need to grow. So I started looking on the website. I, said, I was like, Ben Fishbine is huge. And he's like an hour away from me. And our communities, it's not like, you know, Boston or Dallas or, you know, Chicago versus Mobile. I mean, it's Pensacola in Mobile. Like, you know, like we can't demographically, like economically be like that hugely different. We're an hour away from each other. It's not like a super bitch community versus, yeah, whatever. We've got to be similar enough. Like he's doing something over there. We could probably do that. So I started looking on his website. I don't know if it was Fundamentals or like their practice website, but I saw his creator's name and I don't know if they were like sponsoring Fundamentals or something, but I saw his name. So I was like, all right, that must be Fishbine's marketing guy. So I Googled Hip and get Luke, and Luke comes over to our office and gives a, a great presentation to me and that Harvey, and we're like, heck yeah. You know, we had kind of agency hopped uh, before that, and so I was like, uh, so we hired Hip in 2019, but we didn't do anything that it took to make Hip work. Mm -hmm. Like we just, you know, our front desk would say, oh, that's a four credit score and they no-showed and whatever. <laughs> but like, we didn't level up. We didn't do, we did nothing. We just hired them and we said it and we forgot it. It was like 10, you know, seven grand or whatever it was, agency fee and some, you know, some uh, Google ads, spent these ads, it was like 10 grand a month total, whatever. So, and that time we were like a $3 million revenue practice trying to pull big doctor salaries off of that. So like our marketing budget and like yeah, it was like a big deal to us then. And we didn't we didn't do anything they said. We didn't we didn't change the way we structure our fees. We didn't change the way we presented cases to patients. You know we didn't change our consults. You know I was doctor. You know by Cuspid Bagden. You know I was like <laughs> thinking I was really important. I was twenty pounds heavier than I am now, and I was just an asshole. Like that was around the same time that. The phone call that Luke was like, not yesterday happened. So I was like, man, we're spending $10,000 a month. It had been like four months of hit or whatever it was. I was just in work, and Harvey's like, yeah, man, we can't afford this. It's not working. So I called Luke, and that conversation got a little bad. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so that was really cool, Luke. Like, I've come a long way, but more, like, took a little bit of humility on my part, but like, want to go back to hit, but like, a hundred times more than that, it took so much humility on Luke's part to take us back. So thank you, Luke. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, so uh, flashback to like 2023. Uh, this is Kyle Sparkman. I have circled here with Dr. Bent. Uh, this is Lindsay, Kyle's first associate. Uh, uh, so Kyle and I became friends through this other group. Um, like Mary Beth, in fact, Gage and Becker 60, uh, we're in like a little study club with them. And so I'm at Cal for that. He's in Rolex, Texas. Uh, our wives like really hit it off early on in New Orleans. And we've built close friends traveling together once a year. We, we talk a couple times a week. He's doing kind of the same thing I'm doing with Pedo and Ortho. Uh, so I'm like talking to Sparkman. I'm like, man, we need a marketing agency. And he knew my previous story with him. So he's like a huge Ben Fishbine 
Amanda, raving fan. He's a huge hip, a hip creative raving fan. So he like kind of softly was like, you need hip. But I was like, I know, but. Uh, it's a, <laughs> we have history. Uh, yeah, I got, we got heard of that a few years ago. <laughs> so I didn't know why, but like it kind of common sense, you got to put two and two together after a minute. But he clearly, like Luke said yesterday, massage the relationship with Luke and, and me, Mendes Luke. Uh, he didn't take anything to me. I, I already thought in my head, I was like, man, I wish I could have hit back. And he was like, yeah, you should. And so anyway, out of the blue, it was, it was, this, this knucklehead right here calls me on a Friday morning at 10.30 a.m. Oh, like, it's like November 11th today. It was probably like a year ago today, like close to it. It was in November, it had to be. And of 2022, we talked for two hours. Like, I have no idea why I answered an unknown, like, I don't answer unknown numbers yes. on my cell phone. I answered an unknown number at 10.30 on Friday, and he and I talked for like two hours. So the rest is history. I mean, we did everything that they said do this time. Yeah, we were in a completely different place <laughs> mentally uh, to take them and to do what they said. I know that, like, when y'all were flying down here this week, you probably didn't realize you were coming to the Bible Belt. Yeah. <laughs> but you're here, so I'll get a little preachy for just a second. Uh, I was sitting in church last Sunday, kind of like checked out because I was like, yeah, I need to go home and like start working on my talk for next weekend. Uh, and I hear Alec, our pastor, start talking about the difference in evangelism and discipleship. You know, evangelism is, you know, you're at church, you're at school, or you're at a revival, and whoever's talking, preacher, you know. Yeah, getting yeses. You get a hand raised over here. You get a hand raised over here. Saying yes to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Getting some yeses. Yeah. yeah. Get some new leads. Yeah. Get some excitement. Yeah. But like discipleship is not just getting a yes. It is training, coaching, teaching, providing a, a structure of leadership. The Apostle Paul was not one of the original 12 disciples, but a super important one. He went from town to town to town to community to community to community discipling these communities. But he didn't just get a hand raise and get a yes and then just leave these people high and dry. He stayed a long time in each community before he moved to the next one to, to teach about Jesus. He prepared every town, every community with leadership, structure, everything. And when he was confident that they had it, then he left. But he didn't just get a hand raise. And I was sitting in church and I was like, I gotta go get my talk ready this afternoon for next weekend. But that's it. Like what Alex is preaching, preaching right now, that's it. That's the implementation, you know? So it's not just getting hip, not just gets a hand raised, gets us, gets me excited about it. They stay a while, you know? But like Paul, they stay in that community for a while. I mean, Harrison, this is him in our office with our call center, uh, teaching us like scripting, language, whatever. You know, luckily we're close enough. So Harrison probably can remember, I'm still like, we're not very far away, so you think. And they do a lot of Zoom stuff, training, but training, 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 implementation is what like, it really, really probably sets hip apart and like like to make this work with hip, you know, sets, you know, the practices that it works with and the practices that it doesn't. Uh, that's the, the ticket is, is implementation. The mindset's the established set of attitudes held by someone. We didn't have the established set of attitudes to make any of this work before. Back when I was that 20-year pound heavier, like just lazier, like meaner guy, 
we didn't have the mindset to make that work. You know? <laughs> so, like, I had, I was this guy right here. Yeah. I was Dr. Bicuspid Bagden talking about, you know, hour long consults. And I didn't realize that the consumer patient doesn't give two what's about all my classifications and stuff here. But it took some humility on the doctor's part to be like, look, bro, I don't need to be in there for 30 minutes and we don't need to book them for an hour. They don't want that. So thanks to Dr. Ben and, and Amanda, you know, we're doing 15 to 30 minute consults now and same day bondings that weren't possible when I was this guy, when I had my loops and my white coat and I was big and lazy. Uh, so like that's a mindset change, you know? It took a lot of mindset change on mine and Dr. Harvey's part to be willing to do what Hip said with our work chart. Like if you haven't read Luke's yellow book, read it, go get it off the table out there. Like we hired four new call center employees, three new record sets and three new TCs outside of acquiring that practice and outside of bringing the third doctor. We just did that to do what Hip said, which is probably $500,000 in new human labor costs that we took on just to do what Hip said. At a time when we hadn't even turned Hip on yet. Like we hadn't gotten a new call, we hadn't gotten a, a dollar from a, from a new patient yet before we decided to spend $500,000 on just human labor just to build out our org chart, just to invest in our company structure to do what HIP said. Because right, look, they were gracious enough and cool enough to take us back. The last thing we're going to do is do the same thing we did last time and just set them and forget them. We're going to do it in this said. And so we did it and it's working. You know? uh, we doubled our practice over a weekend. Uh, because we're doing what these guys said. So the call center is one of the biggest things. Uh, you know, that's four of them, whatever. This is where they are in that, that taller building that we built in 19. It was kind of a decent-sized staff lounge up there. That, that upstairs is probably, probably as 3,000 square feet upstairs. So we had somewhere to put them temporarily. <laughs> this is where they are. Uh, yeah, I like your, I mean, the, the way you have the, like, the soundproofing <laughs> little cubicles. I think we need that. But we we did the same thing first, so you realized. Yeah, yeah, we need it. it's kind of out there, but we'll we'll get there. Uh, this is the other side of the same building. That's just like this is probably fifteen hundred two thousand square feet, much bigger area than that, uh, and that's where we're gonna put them, I think. But we'll see. So growth is a heart, and uh, growth equals heart and mindset change. You know, it requires humility for us to want to take it back, but even more so, it required a lot of humility for them to take us back. Uh, it took humility to realize that I was wrong, and HIP was actually doing a good job in 2019, we just didn't do a darn thing to like receive what they were giving us. Uh, it took humility to realize that thinking differently may be a good idea. It took humility to think differently about scheduling, the one hour consult to maybe a 15 or 20 minute consult. Like, I'm not that important, Dr. Ben had yesterday the slide with the doctor as a prop, I mean, that's it. Like, we are, right? I mean, that we're not that big of a deal. So humility to think differently about new patient exam process, you know, when I was saying there. Humility to think differently about no-shows. I don't know about y'all, but like, we had six no, six new patient, you know, uh, slots in our old schedule. I don't know what they are now, and maybe 18 or something slots now. Maybe 20 slots. But like, when somebody had no-show, I'd get pissed. I'd be like, that sucker. <laughs> like, like, like I, you know, like, who I am? <laughs> I have like, I'm a big deal. That guy just wasted an hour of mine and pain his time. You know? Like, you know? 
I'd be like, hey, 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 front desk. Hey, call them and, and put, put a pop-up in there. No, charge, charge them $50 to, if they if they want to rebook. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that'll teach them. Yeah. <laughs> that was that guy I showed a minute ago that was 20 pounds heavier and just the mean guy who was really ugly to look, you know? But, but you know, that'll teach you, that'll teach me you never put braces on them, you know? So, man, that was unoffendability. I got offended because <coughs> that person, you know, no shaking, right? Yeah. And that's what I, I skipped this over. Harrison does a great job at talking about the journey. You know, we all love our layups, our pediatric dental referral, you know? Like the journey for your pediatric dental referral to have a warm fanny in the chair and have a contract signed and have braces on is like this long. Mm-hmm. Like it's a layup. But like there's a 28-year-old whatever drinking White Claw and like playing on Facebook at night and she's over here, he's over here and they might not show you three times or whatever but the journey that it takes for that person over here to be warm fanny and the braces in a chair is completely different. It's like maybe a three-pointer rather than lit. Unless you change what you do like the way you answer the phones and the way you start to share fees unless you change everything one, you're never going to get that patient, like, even on the phone, but you're definitely not going to get them in braces if you don't change something that you do. Uh, and so that mindset to learn how to do it, and if you don't change your mindset and change your staff and change your training, you'll just think that that three-pointer, that person who we can walk out right over here, was just a bad lead from here, yeah? Uh, but they're not. So heart and mindset change, gross being okay with another route. You know, I created my own mountaintop, the lifestyle practice in my head. And when I reached it, it was very unfulfilling. I'll say, give me some big Auburn fan team. Like, I was like, I think it's an Auburn fan growing up. We were always like, Alabama's like little brother, you know? And like Nick Saban gets there, he wins his first national championship in 2009. Like the next year, we win the national championship here in 2010. The only room that. Yeah. Almost got in trouble for going right there. Yeah. So, anyway, like we got there. So, Auburn wins the national championship. And I'm like, that night, I was like, this sucks. I was like, you know, this mountaintop, like, ladder climbing, you know, you know, aha, mountaintop moment, like, wasn't there. Yeah. So, it's pretty unfulfilling. So, that's kind of how it was in our business. Like, we got to this lifestyle practice, and I was like, man, this isn't all that I thought it would be. Uh, so, gross being okay, seeking wise counsel, and thinking outside the box. I know orthodontists were quirky, we created our little boxes and you could be right. Uh, be okay, uh, gross being okay getting out of our own way. Maybe my plan wasn't the best after all. Good is getting my best. I mean, we had a good practice before, but was it the best or best that it could be? Definitely not. Uh, yeah, gross learning to really get some control. Like, we've invested in our team. Uh, and we're learning, I'm learning to just let them do it. And that's huge. Uh, you know, the $1 million practice mindsets where like everybody's there to serve me, the doctor, the eight figure plus mindset is the doctor's like the least important guy there and he's just there to serve everybody else. And that's really amazing. Uh, it's really more fun doing that. Uh, this is Theodore Roosevelt. Nothing in the world is worth having or worth doing unless it means effort, pain, difficulty. I have never in my life been a human being who led an easy life. I have been being many people who led difficult lives and led them well. Mm-hmm. You know, not, not that we are the honest, have like remarkably tough lives, but we could take the easy approach and we could just plateau at our lifestyle practices. 
But this new way, scalable practice way, it's harder, it's certainly riskier, it's certainly more expensive on the front end. Uh, but in the long run, it's way more rewarding. And I think, you know, if y'all are here, you're the type of people that think fun thing, you know. Uh, Buy-in is just huge. That's why I said, like, the, one of the reasons this worked uh, is because, like, obviously our mindset was different and all that. But, like, right before we turned hip on, we came to a fish pond, like, like, eight, nine months ago, whatever. And we brought what we thought were probably our five most influential team members from different areas of the office, maybe different social groups, whatever. And, like, they came with us and kind of got to see the fish pond operation, got to see all this. And they really went back and like disseminated it through the rest of the team really well. And I think that really, really helped with buy-in. So implementation and buy-in with the rest of the team are super important to make it work. This is us, which I have on this is Pirates Go over you know, 25 miles from here. Uh, take them over there on occasion. Uh, and so team now and try to be at local best of stuff, you know, and that so it's that on the footprint right here. Uh, we get now five that hillcrest location we've all had a brooding off of satellite so we got off to bleeding anyway cool so that's our story thank you luke man i can't thanks for listening if you'd like to learn more about hip or any of the topics in this episode send an email to hello at hipcreativeinc.com that's hello at hip creativeinc.com or jump over to our website at hip.agency.